Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's like two degrees here in the producer booth. Thinking about knocking down this wall. Just got to clear it with management. 412-928-9370, the number to call. It's Adam Crowley. You know I'm an idiot. Hit me up on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Art Rooney II has been making his media tour, if you will. A bat signal goes up. Art Rooney II meets with... Select media members like our intrepid sports director, Jeff Hathorne. Then he talks to the website, Steelers.com, gives some interviews, yada yada. Says the same thing in all of them, for the most part. But he did sit down with Steelers.com, Art Rooney II did, and talked about Mike Tomlin. And I don't think I put it in the correct folder. It's happened before. Put it in the wrong place. Uh, scroll up. Mouse isn't working. This is a great start to the early morning show. Did I even put it in? Okay. Well, Art Rooney II said that the way he evaluates Mike Tomlin is like this. I'm so prepared this morning. He's just happy that Mike Tomlin is the Steelers head coach. So Mike Tomlin, nowhere near a hot seat. Mike Tomlin's performance not really evaluated, I don't think, year to year. They might say that it is. Art Rooney II in the soundbite that I know I put in the system, but I'm not sure where it is and I'll have to find it. He said, the mark of a great coach is getting better as the year goes on. And I don't disagree with that. I would just like the starting point to be better than 2-6. and six. But he said, Mike Tomlin, he's just happy he's the Steelers head coach. He thinks he gives the Steelers a chance every year to win a championship. And I'm wondering where the evidence is in that. There is none. Not in the last 13 years now. Colin looked up to me, looked up at me this morning, looking at a piece of paper. And he said, hey, you know how we've been saying Tomlin hasn't won more than three playoff games in 12 years? Now it's 13 years. That's true. So how is that contending for a championship? They went to the AFC Championship in 2016, got their doors blown off, went to the divisional round in 2017, one of the best records in the NFL, second seed in the AFC, and really weren't competitive with Jacksonville, behind 28-0 in that game. We're behind big against the Cleveland Browns the following time that they made the playoffs. In a season where they started 11-0, where is the evidence 
that the Pittsburgh Steelers under Mike Tomlin are contending for a championship every year. They're not. And I'm not saying Mike Tomlin should be shown the door. I've been clear on this. But I do think it's worth examining his performance year to year. And I do think it's fair to ask the question, at what point do we say not winning playoff games gets him on the hot seat? If this is an organization that is about contending for championships, then how long do you go without actually contending for a championship before the seat gets a little warm? What do you think? At 412-928-9370, on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Of all the coaches in the NFL, he's gone the longest in one spot without winning a playoff spot. Without winning a playoff game, excuse me. I don't care about losing seasons. I don't care about irrelevance down the stretch, or relevance, I guess, from their terms, down the stretch, being in it, quote-unquote, in the hunt, sniffing around. There's value in that. It makes it more enjoyable as a fan. I know that I was locked into the end of the season more than I would have been if the Steelers were eliminated before the final week of the year. No question. So there is value, but you're the Pittsburgh mother bleeping Steelers. He's going to get a contract extension. Jerry Dulac said it's likely in a recent write-up in the Post-Gazette. I would at least make him sweat. I would at least make Mike Tomlin think, okay, usually they're giving me a contract extension when I've got a year left. Why aren't they doing it this year? What's the difference? I'd like him to feel as if he's got to prove something. Because if you're not, then there's complacency that I think can set in. And what has this organization been, if not complacent, really, the last 13 years? Just keep everything largely exactly the same and hope that because we're the Pittsburgh Steelers and we fart rainbows, that it's going to just magically turn itself around. They wouldn't even move on from an offensive coordinator that averaged 18.1 points per game. Again, I'm not saying fire Mike Tomlin, but I am saying at a certain point, (laughs) you got to put the guy on notice that what's been going on isn't good enough. The problem is that Art Rooney II seems to think that it is good enough. And the ethos and the mission statement of the Pittsburgh Steelers has really changed. When you were a team that was expected to contend for championships and you didn't, this town would riot. Now, we put up a Twitter poll a month or so ago here, the Fan Morning Show. Was this a successful season at 9-8? and eight? And it was almost 50-50 fans saying, yeah, 9-8, and eight, given the way that they started, the fact that they had a rookie quarterback, that does, that does count as a successful season. And I just can't ever get there if you don't make the playoffs. But Art Rooney II seems satisfied. And if his remarks don't do it for you, how about the fact that the entire coaching staff, save for Blaine Stewart and maybe Brian Flores, are all coming back? From a team that in 2021 made the playoffs barely and got their ass kicked by the Chiefs. A team that didn't qualify for the postseason in 2021. 23, or the 2022-2023 season. Everything stayed the same. 
I guess they could add some sort of senior offensive associate. Art Rooney II did not rule that out, but everything remains the same. So regardless of even what he says about Mike Tom and Art Rooney II, you know that they're okay with their situation. And me, Adam Crowley, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I am not okay with the situation. I would like there to be a shot across the bow. I would like there to be a warning. Hey, Mike, we love you. You're a great head coach. You have never had a losing season. The Steelers are always relevant. We appreciate you for that, but it's fair to ask for more. And if you're content... And you're going to keep doing the same things the same exact way year after year. Why would there be an expectation of anything changing? Mike Tomlin needs to know it's not acceptable to just simply be hanging around it. Because what that has made the Pittsburgh Steelers is a team that isn't in the lower class of the NFL. And that's what guys like Dave Damashek, whom I love, and some of the more homerific Steelers people out there will say is, well, they're not what the Jets have been. They're not the Browns. They're not what the Miami Dolphins had been. They're not what the Bills were before Sean McDermott. Okay, I know that. Why am I comparing the Steelers to these poverty franchises? Shouldn't we be searching for excellence? And folks will point out that the Steelers, since the year 2000, have the second-best winning percentage, second-most wins in the NFL behind the New England Patriots, The difference is the New England Patriots won six championships and were in the conference championship game just about every single year. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have not been. The Steelers went to three Super Bowls, won two. They've lost AFC championship games as well as having won AFC championship games. But we are so far removed from that that while it's on Mike Tomlin's resume, the stuff near the top is failure. And so I would have liked Art Rooney II to say, whether it be to Missy Matthews or to our intrepid sports director Jeff Hathorne, listen, we are happy with Mike Tomlin on the whole, but we are asking for a little bit more. What say you at 412-928-9370 on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley? Dovetailing off of that major trade yesterday in the NFL involving a head coach, Sometimes one mistake leads to another. We'll get to that as well. Your calls. It's the early morning show. I'm all frazzled going to Punxsutawney tonight. It's 93.7 The Fan. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Rough first segment for me. I'm scrolling through folders trying to find certain audio clip I wanted. It turns out I was searching by title and not by date. You don't care. Here's what Art Rooney II said to Missy Matthews on Steelers.com about Mike Tomlin. Look, I, I, I don't really evaluate Mike on anything other than I'm glad he's our coach. Oh. And, uh, and, I, and I think he'll, uh, hopefully he'll be our coach into the future. And I think he gives us a chance to you know, win year in and year out and put us in a position that uh, you know, we have a chance to compete for a championship. Why is the head coach not being evaluated every year? The head coach should absolutely be evaluated every year. Yeah, they had a winning season. Didn't make the playoffs. Glad he's the coach. Okay, great. That's fine. You can be glad Mike Tomlin's the head coach and still say you're not achieving what you want to achieve. But in every conversation that Art Rooney has had that has been made public since the end of the season, it's become 
clearer and clearer that the guy is, for my money, asleep at the wheel. He's okay with mediocrity. Great, computer all over the place. He is content. I think Mike Tomlin is a good head coach. I would not fire Mike Tomlin today, but can you not ask the question, when does this become a problem if it isn't already? And how do you not evaluate your coach year in and year out? Circumstances change. This team did not make the playoffs this year, and they absolutely should have. They won nine games. They had three or four games in the first half of the season that they could have won. The Jets game, they absolutely should have won if they had managed the quarterback situation better. If they had managed the quarterback situation the way that I would have preferred from the start, I think they make the playoffs because I think they probably beat Miami too. You never know, but not making the playoffs. I'm thrilled Mike Tomlin's our coach. Fine, but can you not ask for more? Hi, Bob. You're on the early morning show. Hi, brother. Just give me a chance to finish this full thought. Of course. First first part of it, this year, things were different. Quarterback situation. Time will tell if he handled that right. So I'm going to blow off this year and go right to his whole whole, um, career and what I think is the problem, if there is a problem. He, his, his biggest strength is his biggest weakness. The players love him, and when he gets his back to the wall, they all rally around and they get together, yes. and you know, they're playing hard for him. But his love, his love from the players and his lack of discipline touring that thing because they relaxed so many times over the years, he didn't have them ready for games they definitely should have won, and then he gets them ready because there's a panic and we got to get it together. I just think he's a good guy that they really like, but there's a dis- there's a lack of discipline sometimes along the road that I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll tell you this, Bob, and thank you so much for the call, buddy. If they don't make the playoffs this upcoming season, you really got to look at it. I mean, you really do, because there's no excuses. This year, the excuses. Are, are many if they wanted to make them. T.J. Watt missed seven games. If he doesn't, are you a playoff team? You can spin it that way if you're the Steelers, certainly. You were figuring out two new quarterbacks. You can use that as an excuse. And Art Rooney II did that with his... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Bigger media roundtable. Next year, there are no excuses. Sometimes there are reasons, sometimes there are excuses. This year, for me, I think they could be used as excuses because I, I think they mismanaged things. They mismanaged Najee Harris, too, playing him in that third preseason game. If he's healthy all year long, we saw what he could do in the second half. Maybe you wind up making the playoffs, too. So I don't, I don't look at it and go, pfft. Ah, forget about this year. They were dealing with a lot. I can't. Can't do that. But next year, you sure as bleep can't. Because you got your quarterback going into year two. A guy that you drafted to be a franchise quarterback. I don't care what Mike Tomlin wants to call him. QB1, franchise quarterback, whatever. You drafted a guy in the first friggin' round. In year two, there needs to be a significant jump. And not just from him individually, but to make the playoffs. If you bring back... Matt Canada, which they are, you are saying, we believe 
that the second half of our season can be our season in totality next year. And so if it's not, well, Canada's going to have to go, but Mike Tomlin's head is going to have to be on the line as well. That's where I am. I would not fire Matt, uh, Mike Tomlin excuse me, after this season because, yes, he's won a championship, never had a losing season, and y- you lose your Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think it would be fair to him to after the first season without that guy to let him go. But if you don't make the playoffs two years in a row with your hand-picked franchise quarterback, when you're keeping everything the same, yeah, he'd be on my hot seat. Or worse, maybe the Steelers could trade him. Ooh, yes. They should never fire Mike Tomlin. Now that I think about it, they should just, if they want to move on, trade him. Because we saw what Sean Payton brought in. For the New Orleans Saints, breaking news yesterday, Sean Payton traded from New Orleans to Denver for a first-round pick and a second-round pick. A third-round pick went back with Sean Payton from New Orleans to Denver. This, to me, though, is a case of one mistake leading to another. The Broncos are married to Russell Wilson because of what they've paid him and because of what they gave up to get him. And so now you need to get the most out of Russell Wilson, the best offensive coach, a guy who's won a championship that was out there on the market with Sean Payton. So you pay a King's ransom. I'm guessing he's making a ton of money this upcoming season to get him out of that TV gig. And you give him, you give up a first and second round pick because to get Russell Wilson, Denver gave up two firsts and two seconds. So now they're out. Three first-round picks, three second-round picks. They've acquired a third, and you've got Russell Wilson, who's not getting younger, and Sean Payton, who loved coaching so much that he stepped away for a year. Man, this better work. I don't suspect that it will, but this is, to me, one big mistake leading to another. I never understood giving up that much for Russell Wilson to begin with. And now you've brought in Sean Payton and you pay a King's ransom for the guy. I think Sean Payton's a wonderful coach. I suspect that Russell Wilson will have a better season next year. But without this talent that you're able to accrue through the draft and you're trying to go up against the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and you're trying to go up against the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert, and basically what you're doing is you're you're getting a couple of retreads. Doesn't mean that Sean Payton isn't a good coach. Again, I think he is. But, boy, you are married to this. And if it doesn't work, if you don't get the best out of Russell Wilson, if you're Sean Payton, the future of the Denver Broncos, the next five years is absolutely going to be a disaster. You are banking on those two guys, and the defense was good this year, no doubt, but you are banking on those two guys getting it right, and you're not going to be able to restock the cupboard if it fails because you've mortgaged your future going after these two guys. Now, 
you can't cut your losses and get rid of Russell Wilson. But there were coaches on the market. Like, you could have tried to hire, and maybe they did, but you could have tried to hire Frank Reich, a great offensive mind, and not had to give up a first-round pick and a second-round pick. There are other offensive coaches out there that you could have had and not had to give that up, and so your future does not get further mortgage. I just think that's a, if it's not a disaster already, it's a big-time brewing disaster in the Mile High City right now. Holy cow. And we had two insiders going back and forth fighting passively on Twitter yesterday, which was wildly amusing to me. Adam Schefter reported that Sean Payton was the Broncos guy all along. They zeroed in on him. That's who they wanted. Meanwhile, Ian Rappaport of NFL.com and NFL Network said that they had actually wanted to hire D'Amico Ryans, who took a job with Houston, and after he left to go to Houston, that's when they pounced on Sean Payton. I want the Steelers to take some swings. I'm happy, though, that they're not the Denver Broncos. 412-928-9370. On Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, Fan Morning Show Road Trip, baby. Tonight, tomorrow, we're broadcasting from Punxsutawney. What am I expecting? I'll tell you. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Silverados and Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Sunny today, high around 30. Tomorrow going to be chilly in Punxsutawney. Gobbler's knob as the groundhog comes out. Will he see his shadow? Will he not? Well, you'll find out about it right here on the Fan Morning Show, baby. I'm excited. It's going to be cold. I'm going to pack all kind of warm things. Sweatshirt, undershirt, long sleeve shirt, long johns, jeans, boots, couple pairs of socks, gloves, hat, backup jacket, all those fun things. But I heard it's quite the party. And I like a party, so I'm jacked up about it. Heading up tonight, going to stay with some of the members of the Groundhog Inner Circle, the top hat wearing folks who yank Mr. Phil out of his stump. I'm hoping winter ends soon. It wasn't all that bad until the last couple of days. Couldn't get my car into work yesterday. What a disaster that was today. It's freezing cold when I get out of the car, which makes me... Realize just how cold it's going to be tomorrow. But I think we're going to get a little party going. Hopefully we get a chance to see you out there at Gobbler's Knob tomorrow. Come say hello to the fan morning show. Going to drink some Montucky cold snacks tonight. Hopefully not be hung over for the show tomorrow starting at 540. I put this out on Twitter yesterday because Tyler Huntley was named an alternate to the Pro Bowl. 
that Kenny Pickett is far more deserving of a Pro Bowl alternate spot than Tyler Huntley. And 150,000 people saw that tweet on Twitter. And I'm getting absolutely excoriated for it. You homer, Kenny Pickett, and Pro Bowl should not be in the same sentence after the season he had. Look at his statistics. Not good enough. All I was doing was comparing him to Tyler Huntley. I didn't lose a second of sleep over this. I didn't think about it beyond hitting send on my tweet. It doesn't trouble me that Kenny Pickett's not going to the Pro Bowl. And I suspect that he actually was probably offered an opportunity to go and turned it down because my man wants to practice and, well, the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything. It's flag football and some skills competition. But if you don't think that Kenny Pickett had a better season than Tyler Huntley, I don't know what to freaking tell you. It ain't about more than that. And I would love to see Kenny Pickett as part of this because, well, a little shine for the young man who I do think finished strong last year. That's it. Don't make more of it than it is. Not a big topic. Just throwing it out there. People got to lay off me a little bit. You're overcooking my grits. Just a, a quick opinion. Kenny Pickett, far more deserving of a Pro Bowl alternate spot than Tyler Huntley. I'm right about this. Fan Morning Show pre-show next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.